Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Wow. Are you blessed to be in church this hot summer morning? I think the heat has begun too early. Huh? So I can officially say that our dress down season has begun. There's no way you can wear suit in this weather. So come comfortably dressed to church. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Come, let me pray over the offering. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Are you ready to hear the word of God? Hallelujah. We're going to share the word of God. Um, it's been a while. No, it's not been a while. I was only last week. Is it two weeks? No, not two weeks. Oh, really? I left you in, I left you in the hands of a good pastor. So I don't... I, <laughs> hallelujah. So, it's good. Hallelujah. Wonderful. This week, and for the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about how to preach salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Pure salvation. Hallelujah. So I told Sister Rhoda to make sure that everybody has a copy. So if you don't have a copy, you better get a copy. Okay? Because you, have a, you need a copy? Everybody needs a copy. Who else needs a copy? You see, it's a it, it's the real gospel. Hallelujah. It's the real gospel. And I think it is time the church begins to hear the real gospel. Hallelujah. Not the para gospel. Hallelujah. So anybody needs a copy of the book, please. And I will recommend everybody gets the book. So that you become like the Berea Christians. Not only did you hear, but you, you went and searched to see what are those things that you were told were also so. Hallelujah. Amen. So. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Please.
Anybody else? I'm still waiting. Let me give you the reason for the pure gospel. The Bible says, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. Amen. How many here have been to a hospital before? Let me ask a question. How many have been admitted to a hospital before? You have been admitted. You, are, you, you, you stayed in a hospital. Very good. When you went to the hospital, when you were admitted, did they give you food to eat? Did they give you food? They gave you food. And jello. Did they give you a bed to sleep on? Did they give you a bed? Did they give you a television to watch? Did you watch TV? Was there, was there TV in the room? Okay, fine. What else was there? Did a, a cleaner come to clean the room? A cleaner came. But you went to the hospital. So you went to the hospital. You were given food to eat. You were given television to watch. A bed to sleep on. A cleaner to come. Now let me ask you honestly. Is, were, were those things necessary for your stay in the hospital? I'm asking, no, honestly. If they didn't give you food, how will you survive? Were they necessary for your stay in the hospital? I'm preaching to you. Was it necessary? That you have to have a bed in the hospital? That you have to get something to eat? That as you are bored, they give you some TV to watch? Were they necessary for your stay in the hospital? Okay. But, but, was that the reason why you went to the hospital? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So, even though those things helped you to stay in the hospital, you did not leave your house to go to a hospital so they'll give you food. Neither did you leave your house to go to a hospital where they'll give you a bed to sleep on. Or you left your house so that they can give you television to watch. That's not the reason why you went to the hospital. You went to the hospital because you were sick. And you needed some treatment. So even though there were cooks in the hospital, there was housekeeping in the hospital, there were chefs in the hospital, the most important person or the most important person you want to see was Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? The most important person you want to see was the doctor. That is why I went to the hospital. Not even the nurse. Not even the nurse. Yes, the nurse brought you a pill in a cup, but that's not the reason why she went to the hospital. With all due apologies to nurses. Yes, huh? But that's the doctor. The main person there was the doctor. So the nurse, now they are, all, they are called ancillary. I mean, okay, the nurse may be medical personnel, but the rest are called ancillary support. But, but they help to make you stay comfortable. But that's not why you go to the hospital. Do you hear me? 
So, you will not go to a hospital where the food is very, very good. It's never good anyway, but let's say <laughs> food is very, very good. Big screen television. The bed has a uh, uh, the king size bed, and the sheet has a uh, a thousand what the kind of the cotton count. What Egyptian cotton? Hey, I didn't know it was. A, it's called Egyptian cotton. Egyptian co- Egypt. Why well, are you Pharaoh or what? <laughs> Egyptian cotton. And then, but there is no doctor. Then what is the point? You must, you understand what I'm saying? Because that's, you didn't go to sleep on a... So even though those things help, that's not the reason why. Amen. We go to a hospital. In the same way, John 3.16 the reason why God sent his son, okay, into the world is to save the world. Hallelujah. So, even though in Christ, you, you may be blessed, you may have some prosperity, you may have some house, you may have a good by being in Christ. That's not the reason why God died. That's not the reason why God sent his son. Hallelujah. So we are not in church to talk to you about prosperity per se. The gospel is about salvation. I said the gospel is about what? I said the gospel is about what? The rest are just fringe benefits. Of course you get some fringe benefits. But that's not what the gospel is about. Hallelujah. So we are talking about salvation. How to preach salvation. And also, not only how to preach, but how to understand you see, you must understand your salvation. Hallelujah. Many Christians don't understand their salvation. Hallelujah. That is why I want everybody to get this book. This book will make you understand what it means to be saved. Or what happened to you when you got saved. You see, let me tell you something. Salvation, First Peter chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. It says, Receiving the end of your receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Verse 10. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come to you? He said, of which salvation the prophets... No, go back. Okay, you can do 11. Let's do 11. Searching what? Or what man of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify him. When it testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow. The Bible says, of which salvation the prophets quiet. Hallelujah. Who even talks about it? Say that the angels also inquired in Hebrews about the salvation. They inquired. It means that it is a mystery. The, the prophets really did not understand salvation. 
searching down what man of them that, that suffer and testify behind of which they inquired. They looked into it. Now, what is this salvation? And the angels, angels are actually, the angels were shocked. The Bible said they inquired because they didn't understand the salvation. Because it's like, what is this thing? And, and let me give you an example. What is this thing that a rebellious group of people, people who are destined to go to hell, is being done for them? It's being, it's being done for them such that the angels did not understand it. Because so far as the angels were concerned, see, let's go back. So far as the angels were concerned, when a group of us rebelled, when a group of us made mistakes, we were cast out. Satan was not given a second chance. Let's go and read your Bible. Satan was not given a second chance. One strike, he was out. So that's what the angels know. That if you rebel against the Most High, you are cast out. So how come? How come this particular race, because we are different from, we are different from angels. We are different species. Okay? We are different species. Human beings are different from angels. We have physical flesh. We relate to certain things. Angels are different. So the angels were wondering, ah, when we made a mistake, when some of us made a mistake, we were not given a second chance. Out. But how come this species, they made a mistake. They sinned because our father was Adam. And when we made a mistake, somehow, a part of correction was created. So it baffled the angel. How come? When it was our turn, when a group of us rebelled, they were cast out. But this group, when they made a mistake, somehow correction was made. So the, the Bible said, and it, so the prophets, you see, and salvation came after Christ. It means before Christ came, uh, Moses, Elijah, uh, who, who are the other prophets? Elisha, hmm? Jeremiah, they all, they did not experience salvation. So they inquired into what is this thing? They, they prophesied, the Spirit gave them utterance that, uh, that the Son of God should suffer. See, I'm trying to Show us what God did for us. In fact, you can, you, can, you can actually describe salvation as God was partial towards mankind. He was very soft-hearted. So that he brought his son. Because so far as the angels were concerned, why should we made a mistake, we're cast out? Why, is some, why are these guys being given a second chance? And the price of that second chance that God's son has to come and die for them. Are you hearing me, church? So, if you see it that way, you will be very grateful to God. Hallelujah. You see, and it's, impo it's important that we understand our salvation. You know, anything that concerns you must understand it. I mean, if the angels were interested into it, 
Even though it doesn't concern them, how about you, the Christian? You see, anything, you see, as a human being, anything that is important to you must understand it. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Like the, auto, like the government is talking about Dakar. Whatever that thing is. Dakar. What is it? I don't even know what it stands for. Huh? Dakar. Something about immigration. And I don't think it... Do you know what Dakar is? I'm asking you. Do you know what Dakar is? Huh? Yeah. It's supposed to deal with ch- uh, immigrant children who, who were brought here illegally by their parents under the age of 18 or under the age of what? 12. And that based on the current distance, they are trying to give them a path of citizenship. Do you really care? I mean, it's, it's good information to know, but I'm going to do a research on it. And I don't blame you because it doesn't, it doesn't affect you personally. I mean, you may know as a matter of information, but it doesn't affect you as a person, you as a person. It doesn't concern you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, okay, fine. You hear it on the news. But if you are in that category, that category, important to you. Because your life is on the line. To go and do the necessary so that if there's any form that needs to be filled or any application that you made, you meet the death because it concerns you. For you, please. I mean, I also, because I'm not in that category. I know it as a matter of information. The same way, if you are saved, if you are Christian, something is distant. And the prophets are inquiring to it. And then you that it concerns you, you are not interested. Thank you. It means that it is important that we become interested in salvation. What really happened? Hallelujah. And what are our benefits and responsibilities? Hallelujah. Yes. Because the angel said, ah, what is this thing? That we, when we made a mistake, we were not given a second chance. But these guys made mistakes and keep on making mistakes. They correct, they make mistakes. They keep on repeating their mistakes. And still, are you hearing me? So they began to understand. So they are trying to, so, so in understanding salvation, see, we have to understand that one, first of all, salvation salvation this thing that we are talking about it represents God's love hallelujah it, it means that God must really really love us hallelujah to cut us such a slack look I tell you what no matter who you are. You see, we are all partial. Do you know we are all partial? Do you know we are all partial? You see, we tend to make rules. 
But then when the rules is affecting somebody we like, we you know we are all partial. Oh, I'm fair. I'm, you, you are, it's not true. You make a rule and then let it affect somebody that you care. You see that you, you know, um, you know. You make exceptions. Are you hearing me? That's not a real So don't say that. Oh, like somebody said. Somebody said uh, laws are like cobwebs. Meant to catch the small flies and leave big spiders out. So we are all partial in a certain sense. You understand? Because when you love somebody really, really, even at your job place, when they like you and you make a mistake, they overlook it. But when they don't like you and you make a mistake, they perceive it. Then they bring you all the company policies. Company policies. Because they don't like you. But when they are like you, they act like they haven't seen. Yeah. Are you hearing me, church? So, in a sense, you understand? So, one of the things that salvation reveals to us is God's love. God loved us so much that he was partial towards the human race. He didn't treat the human race the same way he treated angels. He was special. So we see God's love. Because look, anybody you love, you cut a slack. I remember <laughs> in Newark, when I was the pastor in Newark, one of the little girls was more like my daughter. I like the way she behaved. You know, we see you as a father. Then she did something wrong. One of the associates came to her, you Reverend, you, this is what she did, this right when I said, yeah, but you know, I knew I was being partial. I knew. <laughs> but you don't blame me. I knew. I knew I was being partial. That's all, but you know, you know, that's all mistakes, you know. And, I, and the, the associates were looking at me with the shoulder. You are saying this. I said, and I knew that I was being partial. I knew. Because you are all partial. If you love somebody, you'll be partial towards the person. Anybody you love, you see, don't, don't look at me. You know, if you love somebody, you'll be partial. Anybody you love. Yeah, that's how we are. That's why you shouldn't use the term fair. See, it's, it's children who say it's not fair. It's, a, it's, it's, it's children. It's not fair. It's not fair. When you grow up, you understand that it's not fair. <laughs> so that's telling me it's not fair. It's only kids. It's not fair. It's not fair. You're not being fair to me. It's children. When you grow up, you understand that life is not fair. So rather, instead of crying, it's not fair. Pray for favor. I said, pray for favor. I said, pray for favor. No, no don't, don't ask for fairness. Pray for favor. Because life is not fair. God said, I'll be grateful to whom I'll be grateful. I'll favor whom I'll favor. When the, when the angel came to Mary, he said, thou art highly favored. That was the, cho- the reason for the choice. Not that you are good or you are qualified. You are favored. Hallelujah. So as for it's not fair, there, stop, stop, stop that state. Listen. Stop that. You are a child. It's not fair. It's not fair. But it's, it's not fair. It's not meant to be fair. That rather favor. Even at your job place, at the end of the day, it comes to favor. Oh, people play. Look, don't, don't joke. 
you, you begin to see the processes and the fairness when what is at stake is not important. So usually at the lower level, at the lower level, it's okay. Pro, uh, exams, you pass this. You, all, you see, that's lower level. But when it gets to the top level, it's not by exams or qualification. It's by favor. Yeah. Think about it carefully. Yeah. When it comes to choosing who is the director of the company, cabinet, the minister of state, it's not by exams at all. It's by favor. Like I was, I was being told, in, even in the military, I'm told all the time, in the junior ranks, you pass an exam from private to whatever, then corporal to sergeant, sergeant to this. But when you hit the up, up, upper ranks, the colonels, the generals, it's not by exam. It's by appointment. An appointment means somebody has to make a decision. Say, look, you can be a general. Are you hearing me, church? So, 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 so there's a large component of favor in success. Mm. Somebody say amen. amen. I said there's a large component of favor in success. Amen. May that be your story. Yes. No, don't joke at all. When was the... You see, for an example, you see, just be, for, I'm just using that as an example. One of the highest things maybe in life is marriage. And marriage has never been an exam. You don't pass an exam so because I passed my exam, marry me. There's, there's no school of marriage. I have graduated from the school of marriage, so now marry. It's nothing like that. You, 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 you can say that, okay. Because, you see, you can say, that, oh, I have finished, uh, I, 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 I have finished uh, uh, maybe a uh, home health agency. So this is my certificate. So I'm eligible to be hired. Because, do you understand what I'm saying? Because you have a certificate. I finished nursing. So this is my certificate. I'm eligible to be hired. That's not like I finished marriage school. This is my certificate. I'm eligible to be married. You can't show anybody a certificate like that. It doesn't work that way. It purely goes by favor. Somebody has to choose to say, I like you. Somebody has to choose you. Whether you like it or not. We can have all the degrees. If the, nobody can say, I don't need. Somebody has to choose you. So, favor. Hallelujah. So, rather, when it comes to salvation, we see God's love. God commended. God commended. Or God demonstrated. God demonstrated his love towards us. God demonstrated salvation. See, I'm talking about how to, what it means to be saved. It means that God actually demonstrated his love to you. I must say, God demonstrated, show me that scripture. God demonstrated his love towards us. That whilst we were yet sinners, <laughs> whilst we were yet sinners, I'm trying to explain our salvation. God demonstrated. So salvation reveals greater love. Because you see, it, but God commended his love towards us in that whilst we were just sinners, Christ died for us. So when you are saved, I'm talking about the type of love that God exhibited. 
A love that loves you whilst you are a sinner. Most of us can love people when they are good. Isn't that the case? If the person is good, you don't have a problem. Very easy to love the person. I do remember well, I was doing a marriage counseling. And the man was very angry. Wants to divorce. He was tired. And look, I explained and explained you are a Christian, you are this. And every point that the man was making about the woman, he was right. He said, Rev, she did this. She did this. Rev, this, I mean, like, he has the, you, you could see that these are serious allegations. Very serious allegations. Which gives him the basis to say, look, I am tired of this. So, I told, asked that, so what do you want? He said, look, I'm not asking for anything much. If only she would change, I would take her back. So she told me that I'm not asking for much. If only from today, she promises me she will change. I, I, I'm willing to continue with the marriage. Then I asked him that, but what about if she does not? He said, I'm sorry, then that it's over. Then I told him that, look, I hope she changes. But even if she does not change, the Bible says that God commended his love towards us. Whilst we were yet sinners, God did not make wait for us to change before He loved us. In our sinful state, He loved us. So even if she doesn't change, you still can love her. That's how you're supposed to do. I told him that if God was to ask you to change before He saved you, would you have been saved? As soon as I said that, he said, he said Reverend, I understood. Then you accepted the marriage. Easy. I showed him the scripture. I showed him that scripture. And that was, that's what changed his attitude. From that time, he, he decided, look, I will love this person anyway. You see, and that attitude of I will love you anyway changed your marriage. Amen. Immediately. Yes. Because there's a, there's a verse that says that he is a, see, herein do we know that God loved us. Because he's a, I mean, here, here because we love, because he loved us first, we also love him. Because when, as soon as you demonstrate unconditional love to somebody, based on whether you change or not, I will love you naturally. To love you, yeah, it's a good message. I told him that. Now, now that was what changed his mind. I said, "What about if he does not change?" I said, I said "Look, but Bible said that." Whilst we're yet sinners. Church, are you hearing me? Yeah. So, so salvation demonstrates God loving us in spite of our somewhereness. And the truth is we are somewhere. Oh, we yeah. are. So, see, I want us to, us to understand salvation. So, if you see that this was what was done for you. I don't see why you cannot walk in forgiveness. 
I said, hallelujah. Yeah. So, so Jesus gave us a lot of parables. Actually, I'm preaching from this book. You see, that's why Jesus spoke a lot of parables or stories about salvation. Hallelujah. Yeah. One of the parables he spoke about, one of the things he spoke about concerning the love of God. Okay? Chapter 2. What is it? One of the things he spoke about concerning the love of God was the story of the prodigal son. It was something to demonstrate God's love. Hallelujah. Because, let's face it, you, you know the story of the prodigal son? No, no, we can read it. Then we close. I can give you the introduction. The story of the prodigal son. Um, Luke chapter... What is it? Luke chapter 3. Uh, Luke chapter... Uh, let's look at Luke 15. Let's look at the story of the prodigal son. Luke 15. From 11 to 24. Just in case you don't know. He said, certain man had two sons. A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth out to me. And he divided. A certain man, a certain man had two sons. And the younger one said, give me my portion. The older one. Okay? The younger one. Give me my portion. <coughs> See, what, what it must also tell us is that whatever you are doing, not everybody is doing it. So stop saying that, oh, we are all, we are all not like that. Yeah. It was a young... See, the older one didn't say, I'm going out. It was the younger one. Hallelujah. So the first thing I want to tell you, look, stop saying that we are all, we are all. We are not all. The father, you are sinning and you are making mistakes and you are fooling around. That's not me. Everybody's doing it. Did you hear me? Even in the same house. The father, you are being rebellious. That's not me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, it was a younger one. And we all know the story. He, took, he came with his father's money. I mean, you think about it. How many parents here? Your children come and collect half of his inheritance and leave. <laughs> you think about it. I tell you, you think about it. I mean, how, how, I mean, come and collect everything and leave. And then you let her after two years, you call, ma'am, you know what? I'm really having a hard time here, you know? Things are not easy, ma'am. You know, I, I couldn't, I, even the college, I had to drop out, you know? Things are tough, you know, ma'am? Ma'am, can I get some check? Can you sweat? You think, what? <laughs> you must be joking. Yeah. Most parents here will say that, listen to me. You are not my only child. I have other children to take care of. <laughs> That's what we will say. I have other kids to take care of. You are not the only child, okay? When, didn't I tell you not to do it? What shall man so shall you reap? Your own stubbornness has taken you there. It will appear. Look, I knew a pastor whose son was misbehaving. He called the boy. I'm telling the true story. He said, listen to me. And he showed him the story of the prodigal son. 
He said, listen, when the boy left the house, the father was sad for a while, but it was the boy who, who ate it with the pig. Do you understand what he said? He said the, the father was sad for a while, but it was the boy who ate with the pig. So yes, if you do this, I may be sad for a while, but as for eating with the pig, you are the one who eats with the pig. That's what I told him. I say I may be sad for a while because I'm your father, but as for eating with the pig, you are the one who eats with the pig. He said, I, 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 I will not eat with the pig. You are the one who eats with the pigs. Yeah. So, that, which I'll, I'll talk more about it. The return of the boy, the, see, Jesus was trying to demonstrate God's love. God's love. That God's love is so deep. Okay? It's so deep. It does not wait for you to be perfect. In spite of your weakness and your problems, he still gives you a chance to come back. That's salvation. That's salvation. I said, that's salvation. That is why the angels were confused. They said, it's not fair. Because we had a group that disobeyed. You did not give them a second chance. Hallelujah. Yeah. You did not. So why? That, that's why the psalmist says, who, who is man? Yeah, that's the scripture. Who is man or what is man that thou art so mindful of? Why? You created so many species. You created lions. You created dogs. You created animals. You created angels. You created man. How come that this particular group you are so mindful of? Hallelujah. So, it, 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 it shows us God really, really loves us. And, you see, and let me tell you something. Let me conclude by today. We'll continue next week. Look. There's something about love. You see, you see, there's something about love. There is nothing more painful. You see, I'm talking about love. There's nothing more painful about love. It's when you show love to somebody, and instead of the person loving you back, he smacks your hand. It hurts. When you, that's, the, that's the most painful thing about love. When you express your love to somebody, instead of being accepted, rather, the person smacks your hand. That's the most, that, see, that's, that's actually the most painful. That's what, that is what makes people shut up. They don't want to love again. Yeah. Because when, when you open up, instead of getting, I love you back, or getting thank you back. The person rather sucks. That's what makes people say that. That's the last time. They shut up. Because when love is rejected, it's very painful. You see, if I know that you don't like me, that's cool. You all know the score. But when I open up and get a rejection, that's what, that's what hurts. That's what makes people shut up. And, and it looks sad enough. A lot of Christians have treated God that way. He opened up his love to us. He opened up his heart. He, shared, he gave his son for us. And instead of him loving him back by obeying his commandments, we sort of slapped him in the face. Yeah. Because he said, if you love me, obey my commandments. I demonstrated my love towards you. 
So I think that as we think about salvation today, we will appreciate God's love. And the least we can do is to love him back. I say the least we can do is to love him back. I say the least we can do is to love him back. So if you say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I appreciate my salvation. That's what our God is asking for us. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For God so loved the world. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What love, do you have something? What love, the Father has lavished on our sinful. That we should be called His sons and daughters, precious in His sight. Greater love. Yes, Lord. This world has never seen. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. For there is the best. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you for loving me. Yes, Lord. I need to sing for us. Give it a microphone. Sing it again. We're going to sing that song again. It's a very important song. He, he used to be a chorister that he has, he has tried to backslide. <laughs> Lead us in that song. What love? Thank you. What love this Father has lavished on us yes, Lord. that we should be called His sons yes, Lord. and daughters Precious in his Great love. His world has never seen. Oh, Jesus. When he hung on the tree, oh, when he hung God. on the tree, oh, God. Why would do such a thing for dirty sin just like you and me? Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank My you, God. Lord. Loving me to be a child and be a child and play your name. Oh Jesus, I will never cease to sing your praise. Oh God, thank you, Lord. Thank you for choosing me. Oh Jesus, to be a love and your name. Oh yes, Lord. Oh Jesus, I will. Never cease to sing.
sing your praise. Thank you for loving me. Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says God commanded his love towards us. So I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ for a brief, for a few minutes. You are not saved. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Why don't you lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anybody here like that? Father, we thank you this morning for salvation. It is my prayer that we will be grateful. We will love you back. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. So how many things like We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork.com at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.